welcome everyone to Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener. I'm your host, Solyndran Buller. Joining me today is a returning guest, Dharmkor Khalsa, a spiritual coach, speaker, and co-founder of Yoga West in Vancouver, a leading kundalini yoga teacher, trainer, and a teacher of prenatal yoga, among many other things. And uh, dear, dear friend and incredibly knowledgeable individual. Welcome, Darmkor. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm really, really good. I'm so excited about what we're going to share with our listeners today. Uh, I know that you and I, in our, uh, one of our recent conversations, we were speaking of and realized that there's, there's so much stuff out there that looks like it's a spiritual path, but actually it's disguised as one. And of course, on that note, we decided that maybe we should have a conversation around spirituality and, you know, having it so that you are aware of uh, what you're stepping into. And, um, you know, as you know, uh, many of the listeners um, are aware that the planet is being raised vibrationally. And of course, it gets really tricky to know what is being presented and what appears in front of us. And so this is our conversation today. And before we get started, I want to take this opportunity to explain to the listeners what is a template to start with, because a lot of people might be thinking, well, what the heck is that? Much like a a blueprint of a vehicle, a car being designed, um, what they're doing is they're designing as to how it will look once it's complete. So we, as human beings, we have, um, you know, we also have a a blueprint, um, And it's uh, also known as a template, a spirit blueprint, on which our form is constructed and that there are many templates and geometries of source or of God that are around and in our energetic field, which has information that's coded into that particular, into those fields and, 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 you know, they're, they're, they're codified just like a computer system. As we activate those templates to be present and active in our field, this in turn activates many different things in our physical body, some of which are, we have a stream of certain thoughts or or we take action uh, and we decide what we really want to bring into our lives. Um, There's two types of templates and this is what we are really focusing in on today. So the original blueprint that you're born with is the godlike high frequency, high vibration, where you understand who you are beyond anything that you have ever imagined. And then the other, which is considered a false light template. And these false light templates are what we're going to discuss there are slightly distorted information bits, um, not of God and not of the highest vibration or frequency, and they're dressed up to look like light. They are self-serving, low vibrational, and block our energetic fields. And what happens is that we're acting uh, a little out of our normal programmed high frequency uh, that we were born with. And they can be implanted or they can be gathered on our energetic 
field, consciously or unconsciously. And so I'm going to give you an example, and then we're going to jump into this conversation. Trying to use something from the outside world to fix what's actually happening on the inside of us. So an example of that would be pain and suffering, a pattern that you're, you know, always going to, for instance, you know, reaching for the glass of wine, uh, maybe numbing yourself out, maybe watching a TV program or watching a soap opera, or, you know, you know, you have some addictive patterns and what are they? And that's, that is kind of like a false template and it's being triggered because these energetics are around your body, around your field. It's much like a virus in your system. The biggest one on the planet right now, my religion is better than yours. <laughs> so on that note, Dharm Korji, how, how do you feel about this? And uh, what can someone do? And maybe share some other examples. Right. <clears throat> well, this ties into um, many of the underlying teachings of the religions. And there's various, various names are given for all of this, including the devil, um, <clears throat> you know, and the wrong. And uh, in the early Gnostic teachings, it would be the... Um, what was that, the name of that? Um, it's an entity that creates the world uh, that is not God. So anything that's separate from God is either bad or doing its own thing or crazy with power. And uh, in the Eastern, or I should say Vedic-based um, spiritualities and dharmas that we call religions, um, there's a concept of Maya. Yes. And Maya um, is pretty much the same thing. There's a few little details that are different, but mostly it's the same concept that there's this other program, there's this other being, entity, field that corrupts the original God source of creation. And it's, a, it's the way that our minds, which are dualistic, because we live in a, a universe where we need another dimension to exist. And we actually have three dimensions, in the physical realm, as we know. And just to be able to navigate, to have a body, to eat food, to have conversations and families and live, live a life. Yes. And understand that we have to have a, what's called a dualistic. Dualistic means there's, a, there's another. Yeah. And so the minute that you leave the unity field or the oneness field, which is our original separation from the one, then you're going to have two or three or four or more. And we call them any dimensions. And there's many new age terms for, or physics terms for that. So we use our minds to describe something that's really indescribable. Because as humans, we're all having the same experience. We wake up in the morning and then we have to start making decisions. We call that free will or whatever term you want to use for it. So there's something that's happening that, uh, we're experiencing and throughout the millennia or millions of years human beings have described it in different ways and either given it very mythological um, origins such as all of the um, you know the the uh, creation stories that every tribe every group of humans 
has its own creation myths. And then it would all come down to some patriarch or some wise person in the tribe itself, right? Because it all or originates from some God stream. Mm-hmm. And in the modern world, <clears throat> or in you know, our modern meaning, our current world, yes, where there's a lot of um, the traditional religions are disintegrating, yes. especially in the West, right? In the East, a lot of the traditional ones are still going very strong and yet being impacted tremendously by the internet and modern thinking. Mm -hmm. So the traditional ways are disintegrating and yet we still have the same minds. Mm -hmm. We have the same bodies Mm -hmm. and we navigate this world in Mm -hmm. some kind of way because the mind needs a story. It needs a structure to operate. It has to have a meaning Mm -hmm. or else we just go crazy. Mm -hmm. So the, the meanings we give are very almost arbitrary, arbitrary meaning we make it up. Mm-hmm. We just make up stuff. We make up stories to suit the vibration, uh, the consciousness of the moment right. to be able to just function and be with each other and have some kind of sanity as we co- coexist together on the planet. Mm-hmm. We tend to take the word God out because it's been associated with the old ways. And right. we take God out, then we're going to also take like the devil out or Satan out or evil out because that's part of like an old way because God and good and evil and Satan and God kind of go mm-hmm. together. So if you're not going to have God, then are you going to have evil? Are you going to have the devil? Are you going to have Maya? Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> we're in the middle of reformulating it all. Right. And we have to figure out what it means. And there's, <clears throat> so there's like, some current theories that are kind of heating up right now are getting popular. And one of them is the Wetiko concept, mm-hmm. which is very much in line with what you, you were describing. It's, it's just like the template for the other, for what is not pure and crystalline and godlike. What is the one taking us away or preventing us from right. seeing our best, our true selves? Right. The fullness of, the fullness of, uh, <clears throat> Of, of, uh, of life here on earth is uh, definitely um, beyond, uh, you know, the, the higher frequencies or realms or, or fields that exist. Uh, just for the listeners, I just want to bring your attention back to the fact that you are feeling certain things come up within your body, your physical body, but outside of your body, you actually have layers and layers of light. And those layers and layers of light are referred to many different bodies of who you are. So there's physically, there's, there's a physical me, Solyndron. Then, of course, there's a mental me, which is connected to the mental body, which is also a vibration or a frequency, which is around me. Then there's emotional there's astral, it goes on and on. Now, I think uh, uh, for the listeners to understand, before these particular um, um, uh, symptoms or these actions are taken at the physical realm, something is happening outside of your energetic field, much like a radio wave. You know, when you're tuning your radio and all of a sudden, now you can go ahead and pick a different radio station. Well, you are the radio station and you are picking up much of what is out there. And so 
what we're speaking of in and 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 conversing about is um is is some of the things that are in our energetic field which are distorted and disrupting our actions and our mental patterns and sometimes become huge emotional eruptions and you can't understand i've gone to therapy i've i've seen a counselor for the last 25 years how come i'm still stuck here right yeah right and and so um you know uh, a lot of teachers and preachers are not even aware so your your the therapist you may be going to may have something stuck in their field which is distorted which is not the godlike frequency which is you know um we we call that uh, uh you know the distorted healer you know template the distorted healer false light template and what is that it's actually someone who's who's got their heart set on helping you they really do feel like they are helping you and they're really trying to get you to a certain place within your body but they're not trying to get you to the place are so they they're don't, limited they don't know how to do that they don't, they don't and they're that. running a pattern yeah because of this extra distorted energetic uh, frequency which is penetrating so right. you know it's the same thing like how could someone who is so on the path as a religious leader <clears throat> preach to somebody my religion is much better than yours because of this 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 right <laughs> their hearts in the right place they think they're delivering something which is going to uplift humanity but it right. won't be uplifted to the level it should be so it's it gets capped out and so another one i know from from you know um a lot of the uh, the old methodologies the old methodologies that we use darmcore um some people are still trying to teach and inspire people and to put them on the path with fear tactics <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like disempowering i know for me as a kundalini yoga teacher when i came to train with you um the idea was to give me my power back and set yep. me free <clears throat> yep right um how many people out there are going to some guru and worshiping them because again you know uh th this is not this is not the way life was supposed to be you have within you the capabilities of knowing everything everything that existed and you know i'd i'd love for you to touch on that because it goes back to a lot of the teachings from yeah. you know, plus years when i took kundalini yoga teaching uh, <laughs> you know with with you explaining some of that because you know i you are not my guru you are not right. the one that has all the answers right mm -hmm. yeah so what you've just uh outlined there um is the struggle of the millennium it's the actual change of the ages from the dark age to the aquarian age or the piscean age to the aquarian age um, there's, again, many ways to describe what we're going through, this opening, this awakening, this enlightenment that humanity is experiencing right now. And it's coming from thousands of years of darkness. And there's many 
um, dialogues, discussions, arguments about how many thousands of years. But that's beside the point. The point is, is that we've been programmed through many, many generations to give our power away to the other. And again, many reasons for it, many stories about why that is. And in the yogic world, it has to do with the shutdown of the sensory self <clears throat> so that we're only operating from five gross senses and the subtle senses did not operate uh, or were not available to most people. Let's just say they weren't available. And um, again, many systems have many different ways of describing this, including we were at a different point on the, in the galaxy and when we reach this other point, then we start, some stars start to feed us or you know, some portals start opening and then our sensory cell starts awakening again. Many stories to describe why it's happening, but fundamentally our sensory self is awakening again. We're starting to perceive things at a much more subtle level so that all of those subtle bodies that you describe, we're starting to be able to feel them and feel what it feels like to know something without touching it, seeing it, tasting it, feeling it. We, we just know it, but, but we, know it, we know it from the subtle field. We have like um, knowingness, we have subtle feelings in the body, energies in the body. Uh, we decode through a person's energy field what we know about them or what they're communicating to us. But th this is all uh, done through the, um, the sensing realm so that there is something we're experiencing and according to which mother we're born to on the planet, she will tell us what that thing is. She'll say, that's a tree, that's a dog, that's your father, <laughs> you know, that's a banana. <laughs> what? She will tell you what the thing is that you're sensing because as a baby, when we're born, we just see energy fields we don't have any, it's, it's, all, it's all joined up. We don't have names to separate things. Right. And each tribe, each culture needs a language for separating mm -hmm. what we're going to call what. Yes. And in the, if your tribe is very small and very um, not connected to the modern society, which very few are anymore, when you see your tribe member, they actually have an energetic structure that looks like all of your other tribe members. They don't look like another person. They have is um, a particular auric field that identifies them as belonging to you and you physically feel part of them. Right. And then you could call out in extended families. One would have the same kind of feeling. There's an extra feeling you have when you see a relation. Right. Um, so, the capacity to feel these feelings, including in the modern world, emotions, sensations, um, subtle experiences, this is awakening at a very, very rapid rate right now. And our traditional religions or spiritual teachings are not keeping up with the um, awakening of the human sensory self. Our physicality is changing. And the whole point of religions and spiritual dogmas is to keep things the same so that we have a container and we have a meaning and we have a way of describing ourselves so we feel safe and we feel connected at the whole root chakra which is your stability and your right. safety net and when the physicality of the human itself is massively changing yes and we don't and our traditional beliefs and and stories are not keeping up then there's a gap and then all the young people now are not, are perceiving that the elders and the patriarchs are being hypocritical. 
-hmm. because they're telling you to behave in one way and yet that's not reality-based for what they're experiencing. So that is perceived as hypocrisy. And so the tendency would be to try and shut it down. And whenever we perceive a threat, like the parents or the patriarchs or the, the elders would yes. perceive that the young people are not keeping to the code of the tribe, then right. whenever there's a, a fear, uh, whenever there's a, a safety issue that the tribe is scattering, then the tendency is to shut it down, to try and dominate it, to try and bring in fear or control techniques, which are very well honed for the yes. years. And yes. so the young people would experience uh, that kind of uh, relationship with the next generation. And it's very, you know, tra traditionally young people always have to break the codes and create new ones. But now it's happening to such a mass, at such a rapid rate that the generational split is becoming like a huge cavern and a chasm that we can't cross. And there's a, a, a lot of uh, pain in between generations that don't understand each other. And young people tend to be impatient and um, not willing to give understanding because you have to train the mind to do that. And the older people would feel um, rejected and not understood and the pain in their heart of not being able to transmit their teachings and the, the group um, think, the group think, you know, that we are, we are one and we are here for each other. And the young people are just rejecting that. And we see yeah. that in the streets with the government and any current laws happening. So it's just mm -hmm. ramping up because right. the physicality of the human is not the same as it used to be. Right. And, and yet the young people are not God. They're not the pure truth. They're not, uh, they're not all knowing. They're just yeah. having a new experience, but they themselves don't have words for it and stories for it. So there's a lot of frustration on their part. And those are the ones you tend to see um, creating the agitation, the, the most agitation, is because they're, they're frustrated with it. And in the, right. in the, in the yogic world, traditionally, mm -hmm. um, yoga, including any technology to deal with mind, emotions, behavior, um, there's an opportunity now to increase this, um, this practice. Right. And so we see a lot more meditation, mindfulness, emotional work, um, we call th um, therapeutic tra trauma work to uncover these patterns and get more stable to even see what's happening. Even if we don't know what to do next, just become um, more receptive mm -hmm. to be able to interact with the other and create a new story. And the and I think well a part of a part of what you've touched on is that um, the young ones that uh, have basically decided you know um, I don't understand any of whatever you know um, like have been told is true or false because they're basing everything on what they've been taught just like us we have been programmed to a certain degree and then everybody is yeah it's called conditioning right right. Yeah. And so what happens is that, um, you know, and, 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 and just to give you an example, one of the, you know, the false light templates is the young ones are lost in technology. You know, they're relying on every, well, let me see what Siri or Google say, rather than let me feel and sense what is actually a possibility. 
And so the more that they're relying on technology, which is something outside of themselves, what is happening is it, it is creating that separation. So anything that is creating that separation rather than bringing everyone back into oneness, into unity, is what we can, we can say is not our true essence. It is not our highest vibration. It is not something that we were actually programmed for because yeah. we, we, we are all bits and pieces. And, and the beauty of this, I think, Darmcourt, <laughs> is that, for instance, I will know in my understanding knowledge and experience to a certain degree beyond that i have to rely on someone else and right. that's the key point yeah. there's the there and that is the beautiful thing that the elders that you refer to um were able to go ahead and bring together because when you look at a tribe they they in order to survive they had to they had to rely on each other because the hunters were hunting the cleaners were cleaning the children were mine were you know were being looked they after. Were the they were the source of wisdom and and so when we look at that setup it's a beautiful orchestration of what the what you know what was programmed and thought out was how we have to rely on one another but realistically you do have to go back into that other sensing the one that you were referring to where it's not about your five senses it's not about what you see and what you smell taste and hear it's something beyond that it's beyond that because I mean the biggest pain I think right now is is there's this huge um, gap which is created where the elders are sitting here and um, and the modalities of the elders having the separation from the new young ones and their programs and their conditioning is completely offline and so now the gap is is trying to kind of create this equilibrium and Yoga is a great way to open up those channels to do that. Well, yoga, the actual word yoga means to unite, to join. And there's many, many technologies of yoga, but fundamentally, I mean, if you want to get to the root of it all, the, the fundamental nature of the traditional yoga is to connect, to link up <clears throat> the infinite part of ourselves, the God part of ourselves, mm -hmm. to the finite, the limited part of ourselves we have two different cells right. you can describe many different ways but fundamentally there's two there's the infinite unbounded um perfect self where all love and justice and harmony all, all of those ideals that we seek they already yes. exist within yes. us right and then there's the experience of being human which is limited right. and limited it doesn't mean um limited limited can be interpreted as you don't have access to those beautiful realms or it could just mean it's a specialized and very concentrated experience of the infinite realm so as a human we're just an expression of god we're an expression of infinity a, right. a very unique um personalized expression of infinity and that was, to me, that's the idea. The idea of being human is to get a 
it's kind of like those um, perfume makers or elixir makers, you know, where right. they create a particular fragrance or a particular right. healing uh, formula. Right. That is just perfectly matched to whatever healing you need or whatever experience you need. But it has to be very concentrated and very focused and very specialized so that we get exactly that experience. It's like the difference between um, like virtues, for example, determination and receptivity. Or um, let's see, I'm thinking of things that are really different, like courage and kindness. These are all virtues. These are all um, experiences of human that have no opposite. Right. They're just a very high, high frequency mm -hmm. state of being. Mm -hmm. And once you're in that state of being, the frequency is exactly the same. In right. a Sikh path, we call it the Shabbat, right. which is the highest codes of God, right? It's the highest frequency, but it's all the same. Once yeah. you're vibrating up there, there is no, when you have love and you have uh, uh, giving, there's no uh, opposite to it. Right. So, and yet there is a difference between experiencing courage and experiencing kindness. They're completely different experiences and they're both fantastic. They're yeah. all, we make movies about them. We have legends and epic poems about them and we love having these experiences. So that's the um, realm of the human is that we can experience it, all of these um, I keep saying we're experienced, but it's like human moments that right. include emotions, not just right. emotions, but emotions are a big part of it. They yes. include all that. And you can only experience that in the human form with the five senses and the infinite subtle senses. You mm -hmm. can't have that experience if you're an angel mm -hmm. or if you're a demon or if you're a disembodied spirit. You don't get to have those very rich, tasty, juicy um, drama-filled lives. However, in the dark age, giving our power away, we, didn't, we felt that we didn't have any control over it and it was just happening to us and hitting on us and people were suffering and in so much pain because they didn't realize that they were co-creating yes. unconsciously all their horrible experiences. And right. that's the dark, dark meaning you didn't have access to your consciousness. You didn't see the light. All the programs were not available to you. You didn't have the codes. Right, right. It's like kind of like the density, the density. Yeah, the of density of consciousness. You can just say that people were dull or they were stupid or they were not awake. There's different yeah. ways to describe it. Now that we're starting to see why we behave the way we do, we have psychology, we have different uh, human um, therapy understandings. And now that we're understanding trauma more, trauma meaning the karma, basically, that you're born with, yes. how can you untie those knots not just from bowing to a guru or giving your power away to a devi or to some other um, spiritual authority. How or can you do yourself untie yeah. your own yeah. karma? How can you, but first you have to see it. You have to know how it was created. And then you have to have the willingness to draw, pull back all of your power that you gave away and realize, mm -hmm. oh, I created the mess in my life partially from previous lives, partially from unconsciousness, partially from reactivity. I didn't have the skills, but we're the ones doing it. And right. just even that thought can be very, very upsetting to somebody 
that does not realize that they have the power mm -hmm. to determine how they face their life, how they react or don't react to their life. That can be very upsetting. That's how big the split is right now. So you can right. only even have these conversations if somebody's willing to take 100% responsibility for how they're feeling and how their lives are working out. And that's because they're so fixated on the outside world. Well, that's just the belief system. They, they don't, they, be, they were trained, their, their parents and their tribe and their families taught them that. So we only know what our families teach us because when we're born, we don't understand the rules. Yes, yes. We're fresh into the planet again. Yes. And, we, and sometimes we're born in a completely different culture. Mm -hmm. You know, because depending on your karmas, where you're born again. Um, right. you have to relearn the culture and the culture will teach you what works, what doesn't work according right. to your mother and father and, and the elders. They'll teach you about how things work on the planet earth. And right. if it doesn't suit you, then you have to figure out something else. That's why nowadays everything's moving so quickly. We have the internet and you can access another culture by the push of a button. You can figure out, you can learn a new belief system, but right. as you get older, it's harder to change your belief systems because they get very rigid. Yes. So yes. children are the natural ones uh, to discover and reprogram the new systems mm -hmm. if they want, if they want to. Right. right. Well, we're coming, you know, to the, uh, you know, near, nearing the end of our program for, for today, but I would like you to go ahead and, and share your understanding of, of uh, spiritual bypassing because I think that it's really, really important to understand, you know, um, it's happening more and more for the individuals that people are turning to. You know, they think that, okay, I've got, I've got this, I've, I, I understand this, and, um, and that they have arrived where they had, you know, seen their life going, I'm going to do this and da, 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 da. And all of a sudden, um, you know, they feel that they're so evolved and so ascended that they don't need to do any work. And so they're constantly, <laughs> constantly reply, uh, relying on years of their study or years of their practice. And yet it's infinite. And so the spiritual bypassing is, is very, very um, front and center out there. Uh, I would, I mean, I've experienced many, many teachers who are teaching healing therapies, they're teaching, um, they're teaching uh, light work, they're teaching, uh, you know, even yogic philosophies. But what they haven't done is that they have not kept up themselves, because they feel well, you know, I've been I've been, uh, you know, a yoga teacher for 50 years and I've taught, you know, a million people around the globe. And, and what they're doing is they're doing a, this, this spiritual bypass because they're relying on um, things that, that have evolved to a certain way beyond what their limited understanding of, I've made it, I'm here, I know right. it. Yeah, and that's getting, that, that ties into the dualistic understanding of the world or giving your power away that there's something out there. Yes. There's, there's, a, there's a God thing out, out there that I can hook onto and I can feel better. And that's called spirituality. But in reality, getting back to the model of there's the infinite self, 
And then there's a limited specialized self, which is called you, it's your name. And everybody is the same. So the infinite part of ourselves is infinite, which means that it's really, really, really big. And it's most of who we are. It's, it's called our identity. It's, right. We are this infinite self. Everybody is. A little baby, an older person, a 40-year-old, a 50 Everybody has it. And you never lose it because otherwise you'd just die because it's what's keeping you alive. Then there's the actual form, including the mind and the emotions and, and so on, the physical body. That's a specialized part that walks around giving people an experience of a specialized form of God, which is called you. It's, it's the beautiful experience of you, which is so, it, it's not so unique. It is unique. So how to make that work together is a completely different paradigm than spirituality and human and non-spiritual. That, that whole languaging yes. is part of a, a dying world. There is no separate spirituality there's no separate studies on um, that that you have the option of studying i will study my spiritual self or i'll go into religion and spirituality that concept is the old way the new way is that i am how to study about unity who i am as a being and everybody else is too how can i become more me more godlike how can i increase the unity of my infinite self, my God self, and my personal self, how can, how can I have them working better together? Right. So we, spirituality just means that which we can't see, that is bigger than us, that we bow to, that we give our power away to. Well, we, we can't use that anymore. We have to create a new language for bringing the heavens to earth because we're here and there's a reason we're here and we're here to do the yoga. But not, right. not, not like yoga postures, right. the yoga in how can we be more fully ourselves. And that, in, that is a lot of work. That includes knowledge. We have to become like the ancients of old. We have to do the PhD of studies of a human. Uh, all the psychology and the mind work and the meditation and the physicality and the diets and the, um, all the studies. Of course, we can't personally know everything, and that's why the internet is here to support the knowledge part. Because we don't have to learn everything. We don't have to read everything. It just, the internet will tell you. But what the challenge now is not about developing more knowledge and memorizing more stuff. That's the old way. Now we have to, we have to um, entrain and develop the muscles of our sensory self and our yogic uh, our human self, how to be a human. And that means from the inside out. It's a completely different educational system. It's not like I'm going to receive something that you're going to tell me and that's education. Education is me knowing more about me so I can be with you and we can be embody with it more and embody yeah. it more. Yeah. But we can't, we can't create unity if I can't feel me because I am the one perceiving whether there's unity or not. And if I don't feel united inside of me, I'll never feel united with you. Yes, because unity is an experience. Yeah. Unity is an experience. It's not a, oh, we agree on a topic. That's not unity. That's just agreement on some mental concept. Right. But unity in the, in the energetic forms that I... I am, um, when I say I'm one with you, I'm completely relaxed with you. I feel heard by you. 
that's an energetic experience. But I have to have the skills inside of me first right. before I can do that with you. Right. Which is, you know, which really, really is important because, you know, the old way, the way which, you know, a lot of, I would say, you know, even 10 years ago, um, the idea of, okay, what is yoga? And uh, when I'm not feeling so well, I'm going to go and do yoga. No, yoga is something which becomes your life. It, yeah. It's your lifestyle. Yeah, it, 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 exactly. And so, you know, I think for the listeners out there, um, you know, if, if you look at, you know, a modality, for instance, let's take, uh, let's take um, yoga, you know, yoga, mm-hmm. you know, people have this understanding that they're going to go ahead and they're going to become more fluid. They're going to become more flexible and then they're going to go and wear Lululemon clothes. Right. Um, and, and, and in actual fact, that's the beginning stages. And eventually, yeah, I mean, physicality is necessary. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. And it depends on where you are. But what will happen is that at some point, your diet's going to change because you're going to want to change your diet because it makes an impact on your complete whole self, absolutely. your energetic system. How you and think, so, how you feel. Yeah. How you think and how you feel. So, you know, you may just go ahead and you might start by saying, you know what, I don't want chemotherapy. I've decided to go and use some alternative healing modality. So you're reaching right. out to someone who's a healer and mm-hmm. maybe it could be a Chinese medicine practitioner or it could be a chiropractor or it could be a number of things right now we are at a point in time in history that you have available you know let's let's think about my you know i'm thinking about my parents god was a was a doctor god was a doctor if the doctor said pop these pills without thinking without knowing i've got a prescription i'm gonna go buy and do exactly what the doctor said I'm not monitoring what's going on internally. Right. You see? Yep. That's normal. That and was normal. That was normal. And what we've done is we've taken God and the teachers and the preachers. <laughs> and what we're doing is with this conversation and with all the conversations of, that, you know, uplifting humans has is we're trying to educate you. We're trying to help you understand that at the end of the day, it's not about God, the doctor. It's not about God, your preacher. It's about the God that you are. That you. That's a, big, that's a really big one. Because that, that, what you just said there formally is called blasphemy. And you could be burnt at the stake for that. You could be killed legally just for saying that. So, and look at where we are. That's how dangerous it has been. Exactly. And so if you're, if you felt, I mean, yoga, let's face it, you know, has been around forever, depending on what part of the world you're from. But why is it where it is today in the Western world, in the Western societies, right? The reason it is, is because it's needed, necessary, and it's here, because it's a tool. Mm -hmm. But do not do not limit yourself by thinking that the power lies outside of you. You have to, whenever it comes for you to seek, what is the false light? What is the true light? 
What is the false light? What is the true light? You even just what is false and what is true, what you just said there, is that how do you distinguish between the two? And that has to be felt. That's an internal sensation, an internal knowingness that has to be developed. Right? Because you can't say, oh, that's the false light. And somebody else will say, no, that's the right, that's the false light. Well, what is false and what is true? Right. That's a frequency. And the truth has a frequency that can only be felt. It cannot be dis- debated or discussed. Right. And that's, that's where the, uh, the, the new paradigm, paradigm is shifting, shifting to, to, is that you have to feel what's true. And everybody feels truth exactly the same way. It's not like we're going to have a discussion about it. Is that once truth starts entering the room, you feel it, and you tend and, and the and the the tendency or the I should say the natural reaction, the natural response to truth, is called bowing. We bow to the truth, and bowing means you submit to it. You give up your your ego. You give up your thinking mind, and you just know. And in traditional forms, it's called bowing, and we physically bow whenever there's a deity or a sacred area or a sacred space. We right. physically are trained to physically bow. And it just means that your head goes down, your thinking mind goes down, and the heart center responds. And every human responds exactly the same way to truth. Right. But not everybody recognizes truth when it's in the room. Because the ego, that you're calling the false light, is so powerful, it can overpower the God self. It can overpower truth. If, if there's density and your light is not available much to you, consciousness is kind of shut down, you yes. will fight to the death Yes. get truth out of the room. Because it's right. so threatening to your identity. Yes. And so it's a, it's, it's a completely different language and a different technology and a different way of moving through time and space and we're seeing it in the outer world these days on on the news with all the clashing of people in the street or the arguments and um there's no resolution we're not going to come to a resolution through argument or meetings it's a fundamental paradigm shift of knowing what's true and what's not true what's the way forward and what's going back and um a lot of it won't be resolved. Yes. Well, through the not, mind, not, through, not, through talking, discussion, it, it can't exactly, be exactly, exactly. And and you know, one of the key thing for the listeners out there to recognize, um, be it your your teacher or your preacher um, or your doctor, um, is is really tune into yourself. You need to hone those skills, and you need to see is this creating some form of a judgment is this separating or is it bringing everything more together because your system your system which is not just your physical system the system beyond your physicality okay your antenna will tell you that yes this it's when you feel calm when you feel at peace when you feel at home with yourself and only you know that feeling. Exactly. Nobody else can tell you. So that, that's a beautiful conversation. And I hope, uh, I hope our listeners got uh, lots of information uh, through this conversation. And we will definitely have um, Dharmcore back again. Thank you so, so much. And uh, 
And uh, Darmcore, if you can just, you've got your contact. If you can share that with the listener, it's a, it's a great opportunity. If anyone wants to reach out uh, for an interview, for speaking, for uh, any sort of direction, Darmcore does beautiful work. Your, your contact details, please. Um, okay. <laughs> my, my email is dadamkar at gmail.com. D-H-A-R-M-K-A-U-R at gmail.com. That's the best way to contact me. Perfect. Yeah. And we will definitely put that on the podcast as well as the YouTube. And uh, so do look for that. And on that note, uh, I want to thank all the listeners. Please do share the episodes. Please do uh, put the word out that Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener with real stories and expert advice, is around, and we would love for them to join us. Thank you so much, right. and you. have a wonderful day. Thank you, you too. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye.